Hi guys, it's Bonnie from Proven Progress and I'm coming today because I want to share with you somebody that I came across that is just amazing. Her name is Robin Stewart and she's from YQL Nutrition and I had to share what she can do with you guys because she has been so transformational in the life of my family. Um, she, my wife uses her services personally and just has been blown away with the results that she's gotten. And so Robin, like when, when I talk nutrition, a lot of people, um, well, maybe, maybe before we get into nutrition, let's talk about you and your story, because, you know, I, I've gotten to know you a little bit personally, and, uh, you've been on two journeys in this point where you've became a nutritionist. Cause you went from being a nurse full time and a mom to starting your own business. And so maybe take us through that a little bit. How did you get to this point where you're like, yes, I'm going to go out and do nutrition coaching? Sure. Thanks. Um, so yeah, I am a registered nurse. I've been working for about 10 years as a nurse and um, I've always loved nutrition and like healthy lifestyle type living. And it's kind of something that I've always researched on the side and really been interested in. And so when I was on maternity leave with my first son, um, I took a nutrition coaching certification uh, through Precision Nutrition. And I kind of just started doing it on the side, just loved it. Um, I loved helping people. That's kind of like my nurse background is helping people. And so I, I loved kind of doing that. It didn't seem like work. It didn't feel like work at all. Um, and then as time gone on, went on, I, I had a second child and it's, um, I kind of shifted from nursing full-time to nursing part-time to now I'm casual. And now my business is my, my nutrition coaching business is my main, my main gig. So that's kind of been a very, um, <laughs> short synopsis of my, my journey, but, um, I absolutely love it. It's my passion. Um, I love nursing too, but the nutrition coaching has been something that's really filled, filled my cup for sure. Yeah, for sure. And so why the nutrition component, you know, when, when you talk about being interested in healthy living, what was it that like got, like grabbed a hold of you with nutrition, right? Cause you can talk, you know, emotional health, fitness, spiritual, all there's, there's all these different kinds of health. And yeah. what was your experience to where you were like, nutrition is, is where I want to be? Um, well, I personally struggled for a long time with body confidence, um, as well as like feeling, um, unathletic and always trying these different things and not really feeling like I could really perform how I wanted to. So that's kind of where it stemmed from my husband and I joined a CrossFit gym and, um, I just. I just kind of started um, researching how nutrition can help. Um, I've also did have always like kind of weight trained and I knew that um, to maximize your results training, um, nutrition was a huge part of that. And so just experimenting with myself, then also um, ha I have a personal journey with other nutrition coaches and that's like where that flame was really um, sparked. Mm -hmm. So the working personally with nutrition coaches and how transformative that was, that piece was for me in terms of like how I looked, how I felt, um, how I performed in the gym, my body confidence, my relationship with food. I just feel like it was so um, impactful. And um, I really wanted to help other people in the same way that I had been helped because it really was a game changer for me in so many areas of my life. Yeah, absolutely. That's well, and that's the thing too, is like Robin coaches my wife. And so I can even see so much of that coming true in her life, which 
you know, by default happens to my life because we, we eat as a family. And, and so maybe if you could talk more about that, because, and even for me, like when I hear, you know, nutritionist, I think, oh, like this person's going to put me on a diet or something, right. right? To, to meet our goals. And um, once Michelle really got into the flow of what everything was, it was, you could really quickly realize that was not the case, that that's, that's not what it is. And so maybe explain more of how that works and, and what your goals are when you kind of get a client. Yeah. So that is one piece of the puzzle that I really wanted to emphasize when I became a nutrition coach is that this shouldn't be viewed as something that's short-term. This shouldn't be viewed as something that you're just doing for a short period of time. And then essentially going back to how you were eating before and really undoing your progress um, and becoming frustrated in the process. That's kind of like the cyclical nature of dieting, right? Do you do something short-term, then you go back to the way you're doing it before, then you don't maintain your results, then you go back on a diet and it's this like vicious circle. And so my goal with working with clients, um, my company's goal um, is to teach the client how to make this a lifestyle. Um, and we use different approaches for based on the client. We do everything very individualized for the client's goals and for, um, you know, their life. We have, we have busy moms, we have busy um, professionals that work with us. We have um, a whole different array of of individuals and so we do make the plans very individualized and you know we work with our clients with bar the barriers that they're facing like um for example a mom being you know rushing their kids to activity to activity and having difficulties staying on track with her nutrition and not knowing the strategies that can help her so we we direct our coaching to help her specifically and not just giving blanket statements or blanket um suggestions to them um, and then same thing goes with like a busy professional. I work with a lot of, because I'm a nurse, I, I have, um, a lot of clients who are shift workers. So that's something else that we like specifically help them with. So I think making something, you, um, that specifically addresses what the client's going through is really important in order for it actually to translate into a lifestyle versus a diet so that they can see that they can be successful despite some of the challenges that may be in their individual life. Um, and then the other thing that we're really passionate about is habits. So um, making something a habit and um, makes it less, uh, it, it requires less mental um, energy if you're, if it's a ha habit. So habits do create in, or do require intention in order to be created. But um, once they are a habit, then it's like something that you, you feel like you can't live without. And that's what you want for our clients is that they feel like, these healthy habits are part of their lifestyle and something that they don't want to live without. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes total sense. And, and then it just kind of becomes this evolution of from, from the beginning, it's kind of just like transforming. I, and, and you had said something, I can't remember if we were recording or not, but no, you were in, and you said just working on people's relationship with food. Yeah. And uh, that perked up my ears a bit because you know, in, in a lot of my training, it's more like emotional and how to influence and how to influence yourself and get yourself moving. And so a lot of that comes down to the relationship you have with yourself. And so I'm interested to hear you dive just a little bit deeper into like what you mean when you say relationship with food. What do you, what do you mean when you say that? Yeah, um, that's a great question. It, it's a bit different for everybody. Um, but a lot of the common themes and struggles that we see with our clients is um, they feel like food controls them. They feel guilt or shame with certain food choices. 
Um, and that creates challenging eating habits for them, whether it be like overeating or undereating or excessive restriction or interesting food rules that they've created or that they've heard online or through social media. Um, so there's lots of different um, components when it comes to relationship with food, but the big like underlying thing is that they don't feel they have control over their food choices. Um, and there is an emotional component that goes along with that. And how we address that with our coaching is again, very individual. Um, a lot of it comes out in the coaching process. Um, clients will say, um, give examples in their life that they, while they're working with us, that they're struggling with. And then we um, work through mindset strategies to help them overcome those. Um, a common, common theme with our, my clients is that they are extremely excited when they say, you know, I felt like I could have X, Y, or Z. And I had no guilt about it because I knew that I could control the amount of it that I ate. Um, and on the flip side, someone said, I actually said no to something because I truly didn't want it. And normally I would have just said yes, because I felt societal pressure to eat that food. So actually like making choices that align with like what you truly want and not what you are feeling like you need to, you need to do or should do or whatever it is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I could, yeah, kind of even what you're saying, even the societal pressure or, you know, the pressure of going out to eat or ordering certain things. And I don't know, it, it becomes interesting when, when you look at it through that lens, for sure. Because, yeah. you know, I, I'm even thinking back as you're kind of saying, like having guilt about certain foods. And I'm thinking like, man, like I don't, I don't eat a lot of snacks. And it's because when I was a little kid, like we didn't really grow up poor. My, my parents were more just frugal, but like, <laughs> I always remember like my mom's line was like, you're eating us out of house and home, like no more snacks. Wait, <laughs> right. And then as an adult, like I still feel guilty for like eating snacks, <laughs> like, yeah. um, like somehow like doing something wrong. So it's just like interesting how all of those things, like end up kind of stacking on top of each other to create this conversation in the back of our mind that, and that I think a lot of times, if you're not tuned into it, you don't actually understand that it's going on all the time. Absolutely. And creating that awareness is always the first step. Like you, like you just said, a lot of people don't realize that something may be an issue or they may not realize where it's coming from. And so awareness of that is like step one. And then once we're actually aware of it, then we can be mindful of when it comes back, right? Because typically those thoughts are, are not an isolated incident, right? There's some reason that they're being created and it's usually something that's reoccurring. And so if that's the case, then we're able to create strategies to like help overcome that or help manage that or whatever the case may be. But the roots do typically run, run deep. There's, yeah, <laughs> it's not uncommon to hear that um, a lot of this coming from childhood experiences or, you know, relationship um, things with relationships or whatever it is, whether it be your parents or your spouse or. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of parents really want to, um, you know, foster really strong, um, healthy eating with their children, but they struggle how to do that. So that's like another like kind of trickle down effect with our coaching is that um, moms often come to me and say, you know, I feel that I'm teaching my kid how to be healthy and eat and nourish their bodies. And especially um, moms who have daughters, they, they're really, a lot of them are really concerned about that. Um, and so they really want to, to be able to be able to nourish their body so that they're able to also teach their daughter how to nourish their body and honor their body and 
Yeah. yeah, lots of trickle down effects for healthy nutrition, healthy habits, and healthy um, fitness, fitness lifestyle um, related things that that trickle down into, you know, your roles as a professional, your roles as a parent, your roles as a spouse. Um, that's really common too, so for us to have feedback from our clients saying that, you know, they're feeling good in other roles in their life. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, it's funny, just like, even when you start thinking about like, they want to, you know, provide this for their daughters and and their kids. And it's even kind of that concept of you have to eat everything on your plate. Like that's like a rule that we've always had in place for our kids is like, you have to finish what's on your plate in order for like you to get anything else. Like that's kind of like the hard rule. And then we're like, Oh my gosh, like, should we be teaching them? Are we teaching them to overeat right now? If they're full, should they be able to stop eating? I don't know. And are we teaching them to be mindful? Right. Like, I mean, there's other factors that play with, with younger kids who are, (laughs) you know, maybe just wanting the treats or whatever, but, um, but yeah, (laughs) modeling it is the big thing, right? Like modeling and, and the language you use around your children, like, you know, that matters too. I I'm eating enough to make sure that, or I'm, I'm making sure that I'm eating enough because I exercise or I, or I'm, you know, making sure that I have enough vegetables or, you know, those sorts of things making sure that I have really healthy foods. Uh, My son came up to me the other day and he was just like, mom, is this a healthy food? And he like, I don't remember what he was holding. It just like kind of like filled my heart with joy because, (laughs) you know, using that language is really exciting when you hear your kids repeat it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, And so what, what would you say, like if somebody is struggling, struggling with X, like fill in the blank for a couple of things. Like what, what would people be struggling with that? It's just like, yes, like we should, we need to talk. When you hear somebody struggling with what, that's when you know that they need to talk with you. Um, a big one. I would, I mean, there's so many, there's so many. Um, and I mean, we work with people who aren't just struggling with weight loss. We're working with people who, you know, have performance based goals, for example, who want to, you know, how to fuel their body for some sort of, um, you know, athletic endeavor. But so that, that could be one, um, a big one too, is like, I, whenever I hear somebody say, you know, I've tried, I don't want to label certain diets, but like, I've tried this diet, this diet, this diet. And every single time I rather quit or I'm successful and then gain the weight back and more, or, you know, um, I felt horrible doing it. I got great results, but I felt like crap. That's a big one. Like that's a, you know, a big red flag that's let's chat kind of thing. So, um, anything associated with like what we talked about with the relationship with food, like whenever I have a cookie, I feel guilty. Like that's not okay. You know, or if I have one cookie, I have to have the whole box is another thing. Like, so those are all things that we work on with our clients as well. But, um, the, the one, the one passion I have, well, not one, but one of many passions that I have is helping people like realize that dieting and I'm using air quotes if this is audio <laughs> doesn't have to be like miserable you know like and it, and I don't even want that my clients to call it a diet when they're working with me it's a nutrition plan you know a way to nourish your body and learn how to um learn how food can make you feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no totally and uh yeah I guess I just like I've, I've been married to my wife for 10 years. And so I've seen her whole journey. And I know before you were like, you shouldn't tell this without her permission, but I'll just get in trouble later. <laughs> but, uh, and, and, and I won't get too far into it, but I guess it's just like, 
the the biggest reason why I needed to to have you on here and and share you with my audience is just I've seen firsthand just like the complete different approach like like I feel like your perspective is so different in the sense of you just like figure out what people's goals are and really start moving them towards them um, in a way that makes sense and I just like so appreciated so appreciated seeing that all come to fruition through kind of even I don't even know if it, I don't even know if you've been coaching my wife for more than three months and it's just like phenomenally awesome um so uh, thank you <laughs> yeah no thank you um and I guess that's where I think that there's there's more help out there for people and things if you just know the right places to look and yeah. So, so yeah I think that that that's important in, in like you say, knowing what your goals are, like, are those, are they performance-based goals? Is it just, you know, feeling better about yourself and in your skin and, and not having the guilt? I've definitely eaten a whole box of cookies before and felt guilty, but, <laughs> um, you know, who hasn't? No. Well, yeah, no, honestly, who hasn't? <laughs> We've all been there at some time, I'm sure. But yeah, um, thank you for the, for that. That's very, that's very sweet. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just the truth. So I, I wanted to share that without getting, you know, too far into the weeds with details and whatnot, but it's just, yeah. it's, it's important. And I think it's important for people to, to put the effort into feeling good. And I know there's a lot of different areas in life where, you know, you're just not feeling super awesome and your confidence is not there and you're down in the dumps about something or other. And I think from just like, you know, the life quote coach, I'm using air quotes for audio, (laughs) like when stress and anxieties and depression show up, it's trying to tell you something, it's trying to tell you to do something to get out of it. And the problem is I think a lot of times that we don't know what to do, or we just do the next ad that we see on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And sometimes it is this, you know, quick fix that doesn't work long-term and just like the sustainability of, of kind of what you teach. Cause I, I do think it, it probably feels sometimes more like, like teaching and coaching this, these habits, because once it gets instilled, it's something people will have forever. It's not yeah. just, uh, it's not 21 days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. And then move on. Um, so yeah, if there was, if you had to share, okay, let's put it this way. Let's put it in this perspective. Let's say you could only leave your kids with one principle. What would you leave them? If you could only give them one piece of advice to live by, what would it be? Okay. Is this a nutrition related or just like anything? It could be anything. anything. It doesn't okay. have, it probably would would also, you know, flow over into the nutrition part of life, but anything. Honestly, it would just, it would be to love yourself, you know, and, and honor, honor your, honor yourself and know that you're capable of anything mm-hmm. you want your kid. Well, I want my kids to feel like the sky's the limit and that they can do anything that they set their minds to. So, um, and I mean, I think that like one of the posts posts that I made was, you know, every time you sit down for a meal, you have a chance to show your body how you love it and how you honor it because that is these habits and nutrition truly are a form of like self-love because you're putting yourself a priority, right? Um, when we're busy, we tend, 
especially moms, I feel, or parents in general, we tend to put our needs last. Um, and that doesn't have to be that way. Um, so for, for back to your question, I just want my kids to realize that, you know, you're important and that I want you to love yourself and know that you're capable of, of anything. Yeah, that's really good advice. That's that was more than one thing, but kind of all tied together. <laughs> one thing, but yeah. as soon as you said it, it reminded me of, um, it was a podcast I was listening to. I don't even remember who it was, but they just said, you can't hate yourself skinny and you can't, yeah. you can't hate yourself wealthy, you know, yeah. you can't hate yourself to whatever end result that you think is going to make you finally love yourself. You have to love yourself along the journey. And that's just like, really just like exactly what you just said, like in this little nutshell, I love it. So yeah, that's phenomenal advice. So thank you so much for coming and sharing just like a little bit about, and, and oh my gosh, this is like, a, you guys, this is a little bit about what Robin does. Seriously. Um, it's just like impossible to, to put it all into an interview or a video and, and explain it. It's just, you got to start walking the path because it's, it's incredible. And uh, yeah, you'll never, you'll never regret investing a little bit of time and money into yourself. And uh, it's something that once you have that knowledge, it will, it will pay you back for the rest of your life. And, and, you know, like, like we hope and talk about hopefully for generations, it will pay, you know, I think that's, that's what all of us parents want the most. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Above all. So um, awesome. Thanks, Robin. Anything else? Anything I, I forgot that you, you want to mention and throw in here? Um, I think I think one last thing I would like to, to say is just know that it's okay to ask for help. Because I think a lot of times people are feel like they need to do it on their own or, you know, I should know this already or there's so much information out there, like I should be able to do this. But a big part of your journey is support, accountability, guidance, like none of those are shameful things. Um, and honestly, they can be the game changer between you achieving your goals. Um, so that would be something just know that it's, it's okay to ask for help. And um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, you can either struggle alone for many years and possibly never get it, or you can just never get there or you know like realize that we're all here together and uh it would it would be okay to get some help from somebody else to get there a little quicker (laughs) or efficiently or um more healthy i think sometimes or two we we pick and pull information and then you know we're not experts and we start to do things in really unhealthy ways Yeah, I think typically people feel like the extreme way is the right way or the, you know, you have to do something extreme in order to see results, which actually is not the case at all. Um, Quite often, small changes create huge results. It just requires a little bit of patience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. (laughs) Totally true. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. I'm having me. We're able to be here. Where can where can people find you online? Oh, yes. Uh, YQL Nutrition on Facebook. And then on Instagram, I'm Robin underscore YQL underscore nutrition. And I have a website, yqlnutrition.com. Very cool. Awesome. So you guys go check her out and uh, you won't regret it. Bye for now.